Welcome to The Burning Question. My name is Alexis Rayberg, and in today's episode, I'll be exploring what really happened during the infamous sinking of the Titanic. As the world entered the 1900s, passenger ships rapidly became one of the most popular and profitable ways to transport people looking to travel. The majority of companies, including the well-known Cunard, built their ships to have faster speeds. However, J. Bruce Ismay and William Peary of White Star wanted something to stand out from their competition. They decided to build and design a new fleet of ships, including the Olympic, Britannic, and Titanic, to be known for their comfort instead of speed. By the time the Titanic was completed, it was considered one of the largest and most opulent ships in the world, measuring nearly 100 feet in height, 900 feet in length, and holding upwards of 2,300 passengers and crew. It also had an array of safety features, namely the watertight compartments at the bottom of the ship that led builders to believe the Titanic was unsinkable. The ocean liner's first trip began on April 10, 1912, out of the city of Southampton, England. It included two additional stops in Cherbourg, France, and Queenstown, Ireland, before heading to its final destination of New York City. On board were a mix of third-class immigrants looking for a new life in America and second-class Europeans wanting to experience the luxuries the ship had to offer. Specifically, its dining saloon, four elevators, and swimming pool, accommodations that were comparable to first-class features on other ships. Additionally, there were many famous and notable first-class passengers, including Ismay and Titanic builder Thomas Andrews, as well as an array of celebrities, business owners, and millionaires. The trip had been an overall success, excluding a few minor problems that arose, such as a tiny coal fire that was put out immediately and a near collision with another passenger ship. Four days into the voyage, however, on the night of April 14th, that success disappeared as the Titanic struck an iceberg at approximately 11.30 p.m. off the coast of Newfoundland, Canada. It tore apart multiple of what was believed to be the water's hate compartments. As the water continued to fill every compartment, the Titanic eventually sank beneath the surface only a mere three hours later in the early hours of April 15th. Around 700 passengers and crew, along with Ismay, were able to escape to safety. However, more than 1,500 sank with it. This death toll can largely be accounted for by the lack of lifeboats equipped on the ship. In fact, as 20 boats could carry only 1,178 people, far short of the number of of passengers on board. Additionally, the majority of lifeboats were sent off far under their capacity as chaos erupted on the ship. As the Titanic sunk, the passengers remaining on the ship fell into the water with it, dying from hypothermia far before any help could arrive. According to all official reports, documentations, and testimonies, the sinking of the Titanic was caused by the iceberg collision and deemed a mere accident stemming from a sequence of unfortunate events. These events included an iceberg warnings being lost in transmission, a last-minute alteration to the ship's planned path, a pair of missing binoculars on the lookout deck, and even turned off wireless communication as the Titanic attempted to send distress signals. Although they were considered unrelated coincidences, several conspiracy theories have surfaced since 1912 claiming the events and sinking of the ship were no accident at all, but rather a planned plot of destruction devised by owner J.P. Morgan. One theory has begun to resurface online after decades of being forgotten as the conspiracy group QAnon gains traction in the news and media. This group suggests that J.P. Morgan decided to suspiciously not set sail with the ship on its maiden voyage. Instead, he purposely sank it to assassinate three of his supposed rival millionaires. These rivals included building architect Jacob Astor, 
Macy's department store owner Isidore Strauss and mining entrepreneur Benjamin Gungingham, who perished along with the hundreds of others as the Titanic sank. Despite the strong claims, this theory begins to fall apart when looking into it deeper. For example, J.P. Morgan's decision to not set sail with the Titanic was not suspicious, but rather due to a major setback that occurred as he was trying to ship his vast art collection to England, a completely logical and well-documented decision. Also, the claim that Morgan was trying to kill his supposed rivals is supported with almost no evidence, but rather rumors and speculation. In fact, many historical documents believe all of the men were friends, or at a bare minimum, strong acquaintances instead of enemies. The most popular conspiracy theory surrounding the Titanic is that it did not sink, but rather its severely damaged sister ship did. According to news researcher and writer Alexandra Schoenard, the theory claims that a series of events led to Morgan creating a plan to purposely destroy the ship. This idea was brought to life as the Titanic sister ship, the Olympic, was damaged while sailing to New York. It was considered too extensive and expensive to repair by both the builders and White Star Line, so people believe Morgan was forced to create an alternative option. A journalist and researcher for History.com and National Geographic explains the basis of this theory, stating people believe that at some point they switched the Olympic with the Titanic to purposely ditch the damaged ship, reap the insurance money, and it seems kill a bunch of people in the process. Besides the unlikelihood of Morgan creating a plan that would intentionally kill those on board, this theory is further rebuted by the fact that the Titanic was worth over $2 million more than it was insured for, which was even lower than the Olympic. Taking into consideration the irreplaceable loss of life, money, and time, it becomes clear that this theory is an implausible reach created by those with little evidence to prove otherwise. Like many others, I was drawn into the mystery of the Titanic because of its infamous background of being one of the deadliest accidents in modern-day history, as well as frequently glowing on cruises myself. I wanted there to be an explanation or reason to blame for what happened that day, besides a collision with an iceberg, so that seemed too simple for all the deaths it caused. Additionally, based on my own experiences, it was difficult to imagine this many unfortunate events happening without a driving power like J.P. Morgan behind them. However, despite the strong claims for both conspiracies, it is impossible for me to justify either of them as credible upon investigating them in more detail. Both theories rely solely on ideas and theories brought to the attention of others with no historical proof or truth to support them. In fact, during my investigation, it became evident that these theories were created and became popular by people like me. People who wanted to make sense of what happened that day and find a more suitable explanation than the notion that the sinking was merely a mix of unfortunate accidents and coincidences, whether there was evidence to support it or not. This is not a new phenomenon, though. A professor and researcher at Louisiana State University states that people rely on conspiracy theories as they provide explanations for confusing, emotional, and ambiguous events when explanations seem inadequate, often attributing them to intentional forces. In the case of the Titanic, people found it easier to curate the idea that J.P. Morgan intentionally caused the sinking in order to place blame and provide an explanation that seemed easier to attribute to why so many deaths occurred. Despite these attempts to rationalize the sinking of the Titanic, it will simply continue to be one of the deadliest accidents in modern-day history, rather than a devious planned plot of destruction. Thank you for listening.